1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 3rd edition. Hope everybody had a great Monday. It's uh, It was a fun one. The Orioles, we were in the Slack chat. It's free. Come join us, fancy and Slack chat. When they uh, we started seeing Andrew Heaney was chalk, it made the Orioles play even sweeter and easier to make, and we had some fun with that. Well, the, the Brewers woke up a little late. Still not the greatest usage of stacks. That's why stacks can be tough sometimes. They scored six runs, but it wasn't really the greatest way to do it. So that made things tough. Um, the Giants are still going here. We need to get some more out of them to make it work, but the Orioles made everything groovy because they were so, so low owned in this one. If you played Seattle, which was talked about quite a bit in the Slack chat as well, that paid off for you as well. So hopefully it has good success in that one. I am on Twitter at Twitter at BDN If you have any questions, again, join us in the Slack chat. If you'd like some fun there, uh, if you give a rate and review on iTunes for MLB DFS quick hits, we truly appreciate it. And also if you like season long fantasy baseball benched with Bubba podcast coming at you twice a week, Tuesdays with uh Toby at Batfoot Crazy doing some recaps of the week's fab. And then later in the week, usually on Thursday, I have a special guest uh, doing some other fantasy content. So check that out, Benched with Bubba. If you like my written content for DFS, it's at rotoballer.com. On Tuesdays is the free DraftKings article. So go check that out at rotoballer.com. Also, if you like playing some DFS, you like some prop bets, go check out Prize Picks. Great way to do it. They do baseball every day. They have the Olympics. They have everything you can think of. Plus, you can start putting down some season long prop bets on NFL and some other great stuff. So, come check that out. If you're new to Prop uh, prop, uh, prop Prize Picks, uh, use promo code BUBBA when you create your account, B U B B A, to get a uh, hundred uh, first time deposit bonus up to $100. So, go check that out at prizepicks.com. All right, everybody. 15 games slate on tap. About 10 minutes, 20 minutes before I started recording. Garrett Cole got tested positive for COVID, so he is not going to be starting on Tuesday. That'll be a fun one to see where that one lands. But uh, we got Phillies Nationals total of eight, Indians Jays nine, Red Sox Tigers 10, Twins Reds nine, Mariners Rays eight and a half, Royals White Sox nine, Pirates Brewers nine, Braves Cardinals eight and a half, Cubs Rockies 11 and a half, Giants D-backs nine and a half, and Astros Dodgers eight. Obviously many, many more totals to come, probably more cancellations of players. To keep your head on a swivel. That's where the Slack chat comes in in a big, big way. Let's talk about some pitching on this slate. Walker Buehler, 10-9, the most expensive guy on the slate at home against the Houston Astros. He was the NL pitcher of the month in July, and he was worth every single penny time and time again. Four straight starts of 28 or more DK points, five of his last six over 28 DK points, six or more innings pitched in five of his last six, two earned runs or less in five of his last six, and he's got seven or more Ks in four straight starts. He's been nothing short of outstanding it's a Houston Astros offense we know is a good, good ball club, but they're also um, a team that – why can't I read right now? Uh, they're striking out 20% of the time versus righties over last month. Never a big strikeout team. So if you want to go to Bueller at 10-9, I think he's the greatest option on the slate. But if you want to fade, I get it. Hoping there's not as much strikeouts, but I will be on Bueller at 10-9. I think he's a great, great play. Expensive, but a great play. If you're not using Bueller. I want Zach Wheeler at 9700 bucks at the Washington Nationals. Wheeler has been outstanding this year. Strikeouts have been through the roof. He's got six or more innings and in three straight starts, 18 or more points, or 17 or more in three straight, with five or more K's in each start. It's a Washington Nationals team that's going to be depleted after all those trades they've made. A team striking out 22% of the time over the last month. We'll get a better sample in a few more weeks with this new team, but a very, very rough offense right now, to say the least. So Wheeler at 97 is a great play on this slate, especially if you want to pivot off of Walker Bueller. Sean Minaya, 9400 bucks at home against San Diego Padres. A sans la less Fernando Tatis, which is big. Uh, he, Maeda was down there six innings, one hit nowhere in nine Ks his last time out. Back-to-back 34-plus point performances at San Diego at Seattle. Uh, seven or more Ks in three straight starts. He has six or more Ks in um, seven straight starts. He's been absolutely outstanding this uh, this run here. 20 or more points in four of his last seven. He's been great. 9400 bucks at home against San Diego without um, – without our buddy um fernando tatis that is a big big boy type thing and uh i needed to update it i forgot to update this give me two seconds here we need to do the last 30 days i had it over the entire season so we got a san diego padres teamers left these over the last uh month striking out 24 percent of the time with a 274 average 108 wrc plus now you don't get fernando tatis jr so that'll make things even more interesting in those matchups so keep that in mind I think it makes Manaya quite an interesting tournament play at ninety four hundred bucks. As most will want to use uh, to avoid San Diego, but he's been great. So I think Mania is a really strong play at ninety four hundred. Pairs up nicely with Wheeler at ninety seven. That's why, as much as I like Walker Bueller at ten nine, I don't think you have to go to Bueller at ten nine. You can go to Wheeler. You can go to Manaya and save some cash. I'm a big fan of that. Speaking of saving some cash, Hung Jin Ryu eighty seven hundred bucks at home. Against the Cleveland Indians. Ryu's been very, very good, coming off 25.7 point performance at Boston. Scuffled at the Mets. She looked great against Texas and Baltimore. So 23 or more points in three of his last five starts. Five innings or more in those three starts. One in run combined in those three starts. And he has five or more K's in two of those three. He's been very, very strong. And I get a Cleveland Indians offense, striking out 21% of the time versus lefties with a 242 average. 253 ISO is impressive. Thank you, Fran Mel And a 118 WRC plus. But you're paying only 87 for Ryu which makes it quite attractive in that matchup. So I like him with a nice discounted SP2 at $8,700. Dylan Cease at $8,400 for Kansas City. We always got that strikeout upside. Went six strong, struck out six, allowed two runs in his last start against Kansas City. 16 or more points in three of his last four starts. He has six or more Ks in six of his last seven starts. Just great. And he gets usually at least five innings. He's uh, got some issues with the long ball from time to time. Kansas City just traded Jorge Soler, so that's a little less long ball action, Hopefully. Still striking out 22% of the time versus rise with a 72 WRC+. plus. So If you want to go to Cease in tournaments at 84, I don't mind that at all. I think him and will make for some nice discounted plays in this mid-range. Kenta Maeda, $8,000 at the Cincinnati Reds. I'm a little bit worried because it's Great American Small Park, but Kenta's been great of late. He's gone uh, six or more innings and two straight starts. He's gone um, five or more and five straight starts, allowing a total of seven runs over those five starts combined he has seventeen or more DK points in all five of those starts. He brings an amazing floor to the game. Lots of strikeout upside in his matchups. He gets Cincinnati, the team striking out over twenty four percent of the time versus Reddy. He's hitting two fifty five with a one hundred six WRC plus. You got Vado who's on fire, Winker's heating up, India's stroking it. So there's there's some talent obviously in that Reds lineup. You get Great American Small Park to go with it. But I think my eight at eight thousand brings a phenomenal cash game floor with some tournament upside. If you want to use him at eight K, you compare him with Wheeler if you want, even with Bueller in cash games, and I think you will be okay there with Maeda. He might get a little bit of trouble. That's what he does. We've got the strikeouts to back it up, and I think it will keep you out of trouble with Maeda at $8,000. Going cheaper, Luis Patino, 7,400 at home against the Seattle Mariners. Kept mentioning it. Like, this guy's got the upside. He's got the upside. He keeps playing him, keep playing him. He had a couple of hiccups, hiccups. Last outing, six innings, three hits, no earned, eight Ks against the Yankees for 30.5 points. His previous two starts, he gave up runs late in his outings that really skewed how good he could have been from DK. He's young. He's gonna have issues from time to time. There is no avoiding that. That is going to happen. But he faces a Seattle Mariners was striking out 24% of the timers right. He's hitting 236 the 96 WRC plus. They got to Michael Waka on Monday. They, their tournament, the, the Mariners are tournament relevant lately. They hit they hit Texas a bit. They went off Waka. Patino's got that ceiling, though, that strikeout upside, which is humongous. If, if Patino's on, he's going to carve up Seattle. If he's a little bit off, like we saw in a couple other starts with him. It's going to get dicey, but at $7,400, you bring some massive GPP appeal to your lineups. A few other options for you. If Nestor Cortez starts for New York, maybe. Probably not in love with that. I'm looking to punt with guys like Kyle Freeland, 6,200 bucks at home against the uh, Chicago Cubs, the depleted Chicago Cubs team. Freeland's been really good this year uh, at, uh, you know, of late, I should say he's been really good. You know, 14, 23, 12, 7, 16, 27, 21. He's put up double-digit points in six of his last seven at home against the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs team striking out over 21% of the time versus lefties. Those numbers are going to get real interesting with all the trades they made. So Freeland's in play in tournaments. Otherwise, it's like Chris Bubik, Jordan Lyles, if you want to. The the punts are nasty. So if you just want to go straight YOLO with Lyles, you can. You can go Bubik, who's pitched well of late, but it is the White Sox, so it's a little scary. Or you can go Freeland at 62. They're all kind of throwing dartboard punt plays. Those are the three I like. Lyles has brought some decent floor, not a big ceiling. Bubik's got a kind of middle floor with the middle ceiling. Freeland's got the 20 plus point ceiling, what we've seen. So, and he's got the matchup versus the Cubs that they're all just gone. Like you have, you have Contreras, you have um, Patrick Wisdom, uh, and a few others guys, but there's not a lot that really, really scares you in that offense. So, I, I don't mind that at all. So, recapping your page, I think Bueller's a great play at 10 9. If you want to save some cash, though, Wheeler, Manaya, phenomenal discounts off of Walker Bueller. I think Bueller's a great play, though. But Wheeler, Manaya, great discounts. In the 8K range, though, Hungjin Ryu, Dylan Cease, Kent Maeda, I like them all. Maeda is the best cash game play out of the three. You can pair up with, with uh, Wheeler. Uh, I like that quite a bit. But Ryu and Cease both have that tournament appeal as well. Luis Patino in tournaments. And then you can punt with Freeland, Bubik, or Jordan Lyles. So 15-game slate, pick your poison type situation, folks. Let's talk about the bats on this slate. Now catcher's position for you. Ah, uh, JTR is swinging it well. You got Patrick Corbin, who we love to stack against. So JTR at fifty two hundred bucks is a really, really fun play against Patrick Corbin. Uh, if you aren't using free lending, you got Wilson Contreras and Coors at fifty one. That's totally fine. I kind of rather have Ria Muto versus Corbin personally, but uh, both are in play if you're paying all the way up. If you want to save some cash, though, you can go on down a little farther. You got Omar Narváez at forty three versus Cranick. Don't mind that as a, a cheaper play for fading Johnny Cueto. Dalton Varsho at thirty nine. Is a nice look for you in his matchup. You got Elias Diaz and Coors only like thirty five. That's a phenomenal play. Diaz has been stroking. And even last week when they were on the road, he was swinging it well. Um, he homered and didn't homer. His, he pinched hit his lucky. He homered his last two starts, both in San Diego. Uh, he's swinging it really, really well right now. So thirty five hundred bucks for Zach Davies. That's a good discount at the catcher's position. Going down even cheaper though. Pedro Severino, if it is the lefty Cortez, we like Severino versus lefties. He's 3,400. We still don't know exactly who the pitcher is. Like, uh, Cortez is supposed to go Wednesday. Maybe with the COVID issue, they move him up to Tuesday. I have not seen anything official yet, so that's something to keep in mind. I'll keep kind of checking my phone from time to time, but I haven't seen anything official just yet. If it is Cortez, though, some Orioles come into play in a nice, cheap way. Going below 3K now, you'll you'll have your usual suspects. Like if Robinson Trino starts for the Cubs instead of Wilson Contreras, Trinos is 3K in Coors. That's a very very good value. Um, other than that though, like Barea probably not going there. Uh, Jorge Alfaro he did, he had the day off on Monday. If he starts against Taiwan Walker at uh, 25, that's a decent value. Jonah Heim at 24 is a good value if you need to, but. Um, I'm not really looking to go too cheap at the catcher position unless something really, really stands out when lineups come out. First base position, Vladito at number 34 on Monday. He's always in play. I usually don't play him because I spend up elsewhere, but that's 34 home runs, folks. So he's legit. He's also very chalky when he gets played. So let's keep that in mind. But like Joey Votto at 56 for Fading Maeda. I like that quite a bit. Or you can just save some cash in the position, go down below 5K and get the likes of uh, Matt Olson versus Blake Stell to be contrarian at 48. I like that angle quite a bit. Uh, Patrick Wisdom again in Coors versus Freeland. He's 4,400. There is some appeal to that. Uh, Kevin Biggio's 43 versus Sack If you're fading Sack that's interesting for sure. Uh, going down even cheaper, though, you got Ty France who continues to crush it. So if you are fading Patino, France went deep on Monday. is only $4,000 if you want to go. I mean, uh, France is only 4000 versus Patino if you're fading him. But another good fade, Darren Ruff going up against Bumgarner. Bumgarner isn't very good of late. But if he's off at all, Ruff has been mashing lefty. So Ruff is thirty-nine in that matchup. Not a must-play, but does have some a definite appeal for you there. Going down to a little bit cheaper options for you. Jesus Aguilar is always in play at thirty-five in tournaments. Versus a guy like Taiwan Walker. Um, going down even cheaper like Ryan Mountcastle. I talked about how I was all over him. He had a monster game again on Monday. If it is Cortez Mountcastle, thirty-two hundred bucks. It's a great savings for the cleanup hitter of Baltimore versus a lefty in Yankee Stadium. Thirty-two hundred bucks for Mountcastle. Like, I wasn't going to play the Orioles at all versus Cole on a big slay. I was like, screw it. If they go off, they go off. But now if you give me Cortez or something with these discounted prices, I'm intrigued. You got uh, Rowdy at 3K, still a very nice discount versus the righty Kranick. Uh, if you're looking for that kind of savings. Connor Joe for Colorado is only 2600 bucks in coolers versus Zach Davies. That does have some appeal. Connor Joe is like an all-or-nothing type guy, but he hits for decent average. And he has 10 or more points in three of his last five games. Those were all road games. So now you put him back in Coors Field versus Zach Davies at $2,600. That's an extreme savings that should be very popular even in cash games when you look at Connor Joe. And I believe, yeah, he's first base and outfield eligible, so you don't have to use him at first base if you don't want to. You can slide into the outfield on DK. Other than that, nothing right yet unless uh, lineup's dictate. Second base position, you got uh, Jonathan India's at the fifty-four. Great play. Dardo Escobar made me eat my words. I told you he does it once in a while. He burns me. He does. He had a great Monday. Went deep. He's fifty-three versus Kranich. I'll probably just stick to my ways because if you stick to it, eventually your system works. I'm going to keep sticking to it. But he's been uh, he's swung it well and he's in a great spot again on uh, Tuesday against Kranich. Um Going down below five K now. You got Ozzy Albie's versus Lester. Albie's loves hitting left. He's great versus lefties. He's forty-seven. So that's a really really nice play for you. Uh, Gene Segura versus Corbin at 44 is outstanding. Like that, quite a bit. If you're stacking Milwaukee, Colton Wong's 43. So you can look there, but I love that Segura price at 44 versus Corbin. That's a really good one if you're paying up in that price range. If you're going cheaper, though, Ryan McMahon and Coors is 36. Colorado's really cheap for Sag Davies, really cheap. Um, Jazz Chisholm's only 35 versus Walker. That's another good one by prefer McMahon and Coors, obviously, but both really good plays in their respective matchups. Uh, low 3Ks now. You got uh, Josh Van Meter. If you are fading Cueto at thirty-one, Van Meter I'd be still a base on Monday night. He's been kind of productive. If you're fading Patino, uh, Abraham is still thirty-one. I've been using him a ton. I hope Josh Harrison cracks the Oakland lineup. He's second base outfit eligible, only thirty-one versus Snell. I love that one. He, uh, Harrison's been great versus left-handed pitching this season. Thirty-one dollars a great price tag for second base outfit eligible. Josh Harrison in his situation, and then below three K, Tommy Edmonds swinging it really well. He's twenty-nine hundred. Probably prefer Harrison in that matchup at 31 uh david boat in coors second base third base only 27 versus freeland that is an extreme value as well uh, and then hung sung hung hung young hung sung kim of the padres is 2400 bucks first mania i'm on Manaya, but i could see that being a nice value if you need to i'd probably rather go to boat at 27 if you are going down that low you don't need to use either one but that's kind of the discount spot on second base i'd probably run to third base uh devers at 57 versus welly peralta is really really nice because peralta is a massive pitch to contact guy caught up to him his last start so i could see that being another nice bounce back spot for him uh, going down cheaper though again eduardo escobar is 53 he's in play uh, chris bryant versus bumgarner at 5k i like quite a bit if you're on the gigantes he is in play for you uh, some cheaper options kyle Seager versus patino at 45 patrick wisdom and coors at 44 like we talked about bijou at 43 but a great discount Going up against Johnny Lester, Austin Riley is only 41, swinging an extremely hot stick. Great matchup versus John Lester. Alec Baum is 41 versus Corbin. I prefer Riley over Baum, but really both in phenomenal spots. Like I'd rather fade Corbin, but I like Riley over Lester overall. So that's something to think about. And Alex Dickerson just hit a piss missile grand slam to make it 7-1 for the Gigantes. Boom goes the dynamite. All right. So after uh, Alec Baum, that's your live analysis of when I record things. So you got that going for you. But um, Baum is intriguing, to say the least. And um, we got some other options for it. If Wilmer uh, Flores, he's been day-to-day with a back issue. If he cracks the lineup, he's 38 versus Baumgartner. That's intriguing. But Heimer Candelario swinging a really, really good bat. Detroit gets Garrett Richards. Detroit has been really good of late. Candelario is cheap at 37. I think that's a great savings. Same with Matt Chapman at 37 versus Blake Snell. Chapman, um, he's only hit 195 over his last 10 games. But three home runs, he's averaging eight points per game over his last ten. He's homered in two of his last five. He's an all-or-nothing GPP-type play at 37, where Candelario gives a better floor to the matchup. I like them both. It just depends if you're stacking where you're stacking. Like if you're going cash, I go Candelario. And then if you're stacking the A's, you definitely have some Chapman in your life. Uh, McMahon at 36, I don't mind at all. Some cheaper options for you. I mentioned Toro Abraham Toro at thirty one is one I like quite a bit for savings and a Seattle stack. If you're fading Patino, David Boats twenty seven second base, third base. That's a great savings. And then Matt Duffy is also twenty six in Coors. So the Cubs and the Rockies are both ridiculously cheap in Coors Field. So they might be popular. Then again, they've been so bad they might not be. So we'll have to keep an eye on that projections, which you can uh, you'll hear us talk about over there in the good old um, the good old. Uh, Fancy DJ and Slack chat. Myron Kids asks, uh, Giants for an odd-year championship? Yep, new decade. New decade, new trends. This way we can win more. The 21, 23, 25, 27, 29. It's going to be a great time. A new dynasty farming by the bay. It's a little tongue-in-cheek, but I'd be so happy if it was true. Uh, shortstop you got Timmy Anderson at 6K versus lefty. If you want to, you get it. I don't mind that at all. Boba Shett at 55 is always in play. But going cheaper, Trevor Story is expensive at 52, but he's going to have a monster couple of months because he wants to get paid. So keep that in mind. I like that coming up there. When his matchup, Labor Torres at 44 isn't a bad play there versus Wells, if you need to look that way. Um, going cheaper, Dancy Swanson is only 4K versus less. If you're stacking Atlanta, that's a great price point for Dancy Swanson at 4K. Kyle Farmer's been swinging it of late. He's 36 versus Maeda, if you want to go that direction. Not loving it. Um, but right now, like Ramon Urias at 26, a great value versus Cortez. Kevin Newman's been swinging well for Pittsburgh. He's 25 versus Hauser. Those would be my two main values if you're looking for value. But overall, I think I'm paying up at shortstop like usual. Outfield position will be loaded on 15 games like Harper, sure. Soto, like, meh, probably go Harper over Soto, but Soto's always in play, period um nelson Cruz versus kikuchi at 34 he's got a couple career home runs off the of Cruz, so that's a really really good look as well so i like that quite a bit uh, jesse winker's been swinging it well i still take Cruz over winker in that scenario but springer at 51 is just on fire keep running that one out there i mentioned brian at 5k i like him quite a bit uh t oscar at 49 swinging a good st- stick like his usual with toronto it's bichette t oscar springer for me that's my usual uh, to- uh, toronto stack Cedric Mullins had a monster game on Monday. If it's versus a lefty, who cares, people? Cedric at 46 versus Cortez is a really, really good look if that's the scenario we get. Uh, Brian Reynolds is only 44 versus Hauser. If you're going to get to Hauser, it's via the lefty. So Reynolds is a good play. Love Starling Marte at 44. He had his Oakland debut over the weekend. Had a great game. Three hits on Sunday. He basically hit safely in uh, three or four games for the A's. He even stole a couple bags. He sold three bags on Sunday. Just doing Starling Marte things at 44 versus Snell. If you aren't using Hung Jin Ryu, Franville Ray is at 43. Is outstanding. I like that one quite a bit. Catel Marte is back. He's only 42 versus Cueto. You can go that direction as well. Uh, some cheaper options. Adam Duvall likely starting for Atlanta versus the lefty Lester at 4K. Great spot for Adam Duvall. We love him versus the lefty he could destroy. Uh, Aviso Garcia at 39 for stacking Milwaukee. Avi uh, stole a bag, scored some runs. Decent little Monday night, so he's 3,900 in his matchup. Again, if you're fading Blake Snell, which you should be in life, uh, Mark Connor is 3,900 dollars. Good price point for you on that one. Going down cheaper now. Akil Badu's only 38 versus Garrett Richards. That's an outstanding price point. Ramon loriano has been struggling, but only 38 versus Snell uh, is very, very solid as well. Uh, cheaper plays. Uh, if you aren't using C, Spin and at 36 is intriguing. Not one of my top plays, but intriguing. Jake Fraley's back off the ILEs, 36 versus Patino. Um, a few others. Manny Margot at 35. We do like Manny versus Lethe's versus Kikuchi at 35. Just be worried. Potential um, pinch hit situation later in the game. Jaron Duran probably hitting second versus Willie Peralta. He's thirty four for an option in that game. Going down even cheaper now. There's Alex Dickerson. Not going to use him versus the lefty, but uh, big big grandstand there for Alex Dickerson. Like that one quite a bit. Torrey Soler, though mentioned Duvall going against Lester. Solaire has been batting second even against righties for Atlanta. He's thirty one hundred bucks versus Lester. Really nice value there. Andrew Vaughn's up to thirty one hundred versus the lefty. That's a shame. Uh, I'd rather have Soler in that matchup at 31, but both intriguing plays. I'd rather have Robbie Grossman hitting third versus Garrett Richards at 31. Grossman is swinging a very hot stick right now at 3,100 bucks, so keep riding that train. Going down even cheaper now below 3K. Tyrone Taylor's in play at 28. As usual, Jonathan Dawson and Coors could be in play. Check that one out. Um, again, a lot of this would be the line of dictated because there's a lot of value these days, but if you're attacking Adrian Houser, you're attacking with lefties. Gregory Polanco's 2,600. That's a nice cheap one for you. Rafael Ortega will be in Coors in his matchup at 2,600 versus Kyle Freeland. Uh, the catch is it's lefty-lefty, so we'll have to see if he's in the lineup. But if he is, I could still go for it. I'd be fine. Connor Joe's 26, like we talked about. That's a good one as well. Sam Hilliard and Coors is 25. He's been swinging a really good bat since getting called up. Even on the road, he's been going deep. So Hilliard at 25 is a good value. Again, Rockies and Cubs, super cheap for the Rockies side. We'll go into stacks in a bit and talk about that. Uh, Brandon Drury with the lefty Garrett on the mound at 24. Drury had a nice game on Monday. He's been crushing it. Loves him some lefties. So keep him on your radar. And then you just kind of check your lineups. Like Austin Hayes at 23 is outstanding versus Cortez. He's hitting second. Like you get him at 23. Uh, you get Mountcastle at 32 batting fourth. You get Santander around 2K batting fifth. And you can mix and match. Like put Mullins at 44 leading off. Like that's a freaking great affordable stack. Uh, ben Gamble's 21 versus Hauser. So you can go that direction as well. And then I'm just trying to find what they price Santander at. He was at 2K on Monday. I'm assuming that'll be the same on Tuesday because they thought it would be Garrett Cole. Uh, Where are you at, Santander? There he is. Yeah, 2K. Yet again. So you get a nice discount for the number five hole hitter for the Baltimore Orioles. All right, everybody. Let's recap some um, some pitching for you here. Walker Bueller, 10 9. Great play. Great play if you want to go there. Otherwise, save some money. Wheeler at 97. Manaya at 94. Wheeler in cash for sure. Both in tournaments. I like Wheeler, probably as my top points per dollar play. Bueller is phenomenal at 10 9 if you want to go there, though. If you want to save some cash, Ryu at 87 is a nice look. Deal in some tournaments at 84. And then Kintamayat at 8K. I like a lot in tournaments and in cash. Brings in great, great floor to the situation. Now, if you want tournament cheapies, Patino at 74. These are all going to be really risky, though. Patino at 74 freeland at 62 i don't mind that with that cubs lineup and then Bubik at 58 Lyles at 51 it's pretty nasty uh, We have got some questions rolling into the chat when i finish with my stacks here i'll answer those questions in the chat for you guys uh looking for stacks here philadelphia versus corbin we love that uh, harper hoskins pinch hit on monday night so that's a good sign segura um see what other bats come in those stacks uh, rio muto you'll be able to get some value there for sure um baltimore versus baltimore is becoming a cheap stack i might jump back on so that's very very appealing it makes well to see exactly who's starting for the yankees in that scenario uh some other ones look at detroit versus garrett richards you can go with boston versus wally for sure there's no problem with that at all i do like detroit as some value there versus garrett richards jumping back on that train um i'll keep going back to milwaukee they put up six runs it could have been so much more like they let a lot off the hook that offense is very talented right now and they'll be low owned yet again on Tuesday, so I have no problem continuing to stack with them. Atlanta versus Leicester, go get them. Um, Riley, is my top two there. Then you mix and match, them they're like, Soler's a nice value. You got Duvall, you got Swanson, you got Freeman. Lots to like there, but start with Albee and Riley. Those will be my top two to start with at Atlanta versus St. Louis. You got Coors Field, for sure. Prefer the Colorado side. Tons and tons of value in that game. You can go Giants versus Bumgarner if you want with your Posies, your Bryants, your Duffies, or your uh, Ruffs, your I mean, Maybe Flores if he plays Slater leading off. There's there's options to be had there. And then Oakland versus Blakey Snell. Marte, Kana, Chapman, Olson, Loriano. You can go Murphy. There's a lot to like there, but I start with Marte. Marte and Kana be my top two there versus Blakey Snell. All right, some questions in here. Sean says, Yankees are awful. Imagine stacking the Yankees as mega chalk. Yeah, that would have been stupid. But, um, yeah, that was not on the agenda today, folks. Didn't didn't want that at all. Uh, Boston probably scores 13 runs tomorrow in Detroit. Wouldn't be shocked. Freeland is an absolute lock at SP. Nothing's an absolute lock in this pair, but I do like him at $6,200. Hopefully get us, like, 15-plus. That'd be great. Um, hopefully we'll see plenty of dumb chalk donkeys go to the Cubs and Coors. we will be funny. Well, that's the goal. Um, Myron says MLB DFS street continues love attacking crappy bullpens. That a boy, uh, top pitchers again, Mr. Mitchell. It's a, you could go to Bueller if you want, but I pref- if you want to save some cash, Wheeler, Minaya, then in the middle, you got Ryu, uh, cease and Maeda down below is a mess with Patino, Freeland, Bubic and stuff. But like, if you're just doing cash games, Wheeler, Maeda, that's where you go in cash. All right, everybody. Thanks for a listening and thanks for joining me on the live stream here. If you want to check it out on replay rotoballer.com, go to the YouTube channel for rotoballer, get the goods there. Also, if you just want to rate and review the podcast, download it on all your listening platforms, MLB, DFS, Quick Hits. Lastly, um, check me out on Twitter at BDN Join us in the free fantasy agent Slack chat. Sign up for prop Pick Prop picks. Go check them out by uh, prizepicks.com at prizepicks on Twitter um, and go download the app, create an account, use promo code Bubba. When you do that, first time deposit bonus up to $100. Hope everybody has a great Tuesday. I'll be back with you guys on Wednesday night. This was MLB DFS Quicket, your Tuesday, August 3rd, August 4th, 3rd edition. I'm out.